This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What do you make of Bears defensive coordinator Alan Williams resigning from the team? Any idea why he left the team, the circumstances under which he departed? Is there more to the story, and how does it reflect on the head coach who brought him in? Uh, yeah, there's more to the story. We haven't gotten any reasons about anything. We've gotten, you know, perfunctory, the guy resigned. And, uh, and just the way that was handled uh, should get your radar up. Uh, there's much more to the story. And I think there are a lot of people in town that will be working on it, and there will be people nationally working on it. And at some point, we'll probably learn what was to this story. Um, they're pretty locked down about it, which is very interesting. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know the reason that he left the team, but I know that the circumstances are pretty dark. And the fact of the matter is that, you know, the guy – managed to be the defensive coordinator for one game, one game. Uh, yes, it does reflect on the head coach. You know, listen, football is a dog-eat-dog world, and uh, the reality is when you come in after getting your first head coaching job, you want someone with you that you trust. You want someone with you that is going to be a friend to you and not sort of undermine you. Not that anyone is undermining the head coach but I'm just saying, you need to have a friend in the building. You need to have someone who shares your philosophy. You need to have someone who can take some of the burden of the job off you. Think about what Eberflus has to do now. He's got to do his job, right? He's got a lot of issues going on. He's got to put out fires like a head coach does and run around and make sure everybody is on the same page and all that stuff. And, and he, he also has to call the defense now. I, I think it's fascinating. I think it's going to be really interesting. I don't believe, frankly, that that's sustainable. But um, this, is a, this is a weird one. It's just a very strange one. And because it's weird and strange, people won't give up on it. They will still work it. I never thought I would say that I feel bad for Matt Eberflus. I feel bad for Matt Eberflus. There's no way he knew whatever's going on with his now former defensive coordinator was coming with him from Indianapolis to Chicago. At least I hope that he didn't know anything was going on. And we still don't know what's going on. There's wild rumors going around. Um, but you have to believe the attorney slash 
PR guy that was on the score yesterday afternoon with Parkinson and Spiegel, he said there are no criminal actions connected to this. And you, you can't you can't plant the flag in the sand that hard on that topic and be wrong. So if it's not criminal, I I guess it goes back to, it's kind of none of our business if it's not, if it's not criminal, but the way the bears from the get go, Eberflus never sounded sympathetic at all when talking about him and the no letterhead and the no, we wish, we wish him all the best in his future endeavors, all that kind of stuff. That's normal, you know, boilerplate language we didn't get. He was intentionally vague. The organization was intentionally vague. And what they didn't say may have spoken louder than what they did, which is why I you, I applaud the attorney for being active and, and going out and, and clarifying it's not a criminal situation. There are no criminal activity being alleged here. That does still leave a lot under that umbrella. There are a lot of categories in terms of a a workplace situation or civil uh, situation. There could be health and family as, as the reasons that were cited. We don't know, but just because they have eliminated a criminal activity, okay, that's fine. That's a response to an ir- irresponsible social media report. That's false. The rest of it, I think that they're going to, it's going to come out eventually. I don't feel sorry for Matt Eberflus. I think that as a head coach, you bring in people into your building that you are just de facto, you're, you are responsible for what they do and, and how they perform. So this is part of being you know, a head coach in the NFL. And Alan Williams, Alan Williams was brought here to be part of the guy, that culture. And if you're going to preach about the culture and believe in it, then when these things happen, you have to pay the consequences of the reputational cost as well. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the... Must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. There's a lot of ways you can go with your question. What did yesterday's timeline on Justin Fields tell you about the Bears QB? Can you balance his comments about his robotic play as anything other than unhappiness with Luke Getze? Did his clarification later in the day change how you felt about the earlier comments? No, it didn't. What his clarification did later in the day just told me that this was another example of Justin Fields misreading the coverage. That wasn't out of context. He answered a question and introduced coaching into the equation. Everything he said about being robotic and thinking too much and reacting too little was exactly right. It's what we've been saying for essentially two games this season and through the course of last year at times. When was he at his best? When he was being athletic and explosive and showing us what special looks like. Haven't seen that this year, and it's because – He's been overcoached. Moose Johnston said that in the booth. We've said that on the air. He's right, but you can't be right that loudly, and you can't point a finger at your coaching staff even if you feel like you were just answering a question. Nobody in that room wants to divide the Bears. Come on. That's ridiculous. I think what you need to realize if you are Justin Fields, if you are a young leader, is that you have to all you have to absorb all of it. You may know better. You have to still – you have to avoid pointing a finger 
you always have to point the thumb because that's part of leadership. And yesterday was a crack in the foundation. And big picture, to me, what it's going to mean is that the relationship that matters so much between the quarterback and the organization, it, it suffered yesterday because this is not a good development there. And when they're evaluating him and how much they want to pay him, how much they want to keep him, all the things, then this day, yesterday, is going to stand out as a flashpoint. Well done, David, on uh, Justin Fields once again misreading the coverage. That's a great way to put it. I can't wait till this afternoon now when Luke Getze has his turn to sit down. And will we hear from Matt Eberflus again today because today is coordinator day. So today's the day that the coordinators talk. So will we hear from Matt Eberflus yet again as the defensive coordinator. But I'm really curious to hear how Getze is going to talk his way around this one. Yeah, you know, I, I, I don't think, I, I don't know that this is all about Luke Getzey. I, I think Luke Getzey is doing, he's trying to take kind of a raw um, quarterback and turn him into more of a guy of a conventional NFL quarterback, and it's not working. And so we saw last year that he adapted, and he he found. Um, an element of of Fields games that they built around and they did just take plays right out of the the Baltimore Ravens playbook. So maybe they can do some of that stuff. They tried to change his footwork. They tried to, they gave him a lot of information and he doesn't process things uh, as quickly as he needed to. And certainly you saw that in the way he played in the first couple of games. I like a lot of the things that Fields said. I, I, I think a lot of the stuff he said about I'm going to say blanket and just go play. Frankly, that's what you got to do against a team like Kansas City because you're going to have to figure out a way to stay on the field, to make plays, to move the chains. You got to figure out a way to keep their quarterback back off the field and not get routed. So I, I think that that's not a bad. Um, as far as the cl- clarification that he made. I mean, I, I think I understand what he's saying. He's basically saying, I'm never going to badmouth any teammates or coaches. So if you hear that from me, just dismiss it. Even when I do exactly what you said I did. I, I don't understand. I think maybe he was shocked that it's it, it, that when he was done, it sounded to everyone listening that, he was doing exactly what he kind of did, which is he did, throw the coach under the bus. I, I he mean, so I, did. At one point yesterday, before Allen Williams had resigned, you had like a missing defensive coordinator and you had an offensive coordinator with tire marks on him. I mean, it really was like, holy cow, like which one of these guys is in a worse position? Well, it turns out. Uh, that Ellen Williams Luke, resigned. Luke Getzey still has his Luke job. Luke Getzey at least has a job. Just a little for bit now. Yeah. sore from getting run over yes. by the bus toss. Still t-